Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Strengthening My Recovery. The topic is family roles. Such survival roles tend to have a hardy life and remain fixed in our personalities long after we have left our unhealthy homes. This is the 40-year-old sister living out the lost child role by avoiding holiday meals and rarely calling home. Roles adopted to survive our childhood experiences are our default positions in life, unless we become conscious of the underlying causes. Before ACA recovery, we may have avoided our families because we were overwhelmed with fear, anger, sadness, ambivalence, or mistrust. Not participating in the false cheerfulness of holidays was one way of protecting ourselves. Wow, a um, couple things here. Yeah, definitely the lost child role. I think there was a time in my life that I tried to you know, uh, do the hero role. But uh, yeah, definitely the lost child role. And it says this overwhelmed with feeling, with fear, anger, sadness, ambivalence, or mistrust. And yeah, I think I couldn't really know what the feelings were. I always assumed it was fear. Um, But yeah, the false cheerfulness really bothered me because it's like, you know, I think in don't trust, don't talk, don't feel families, it's that false projection to the outside world where everything is being wrong and you know it's kind of like the employ- like the workplace that cares more for the stockholders than it cares for its employees is what a lot of dysfunctional uh, households uh, feel like before ACA recovery we may have avoided our families as we make progress using the tools of the program we may con- continue to stay away from our families but now it's because we realize the interaction is not healthy we may hope for a time when we were able to care for our inner child well enough to reestablish contact And if we do so, it will be with full knowledge of what we may or may not get in return when we no longer play the role that makes our families comfortable. You know, so I think for a lost child, it's like, you know, I remember when I was doing um, treatment at at Karen, you know, asking and you shall receive an abandonment were the two things. Um, And so I think part of being the lost child is the, the need to abandon your personality to kind of fit in. Recovery is a process that ebbs and flows like the waves on the sands of our life. With the help of our ACA support group, our higher power, and the compassionate witnesses we find along the way, we can delight in the awakening of our spirit that can bring us joy every day. On this day, I will keep track of my changing family role as a way of noting my progress on this positively exciting spiritual journey I am on. Wow. If I had just read this when I had before recovery, this positively exciting spiritual journey I am on. And that's a, like a part of like, it is kind of, you know, there's those feelings of you know uncertainty and fear that will be there, but it is kind of exciting to find out for the first time in your adult life, what you gave away and who you are. So I really like, as usual, um, the wording is just impeccably chosen in this. This is why, you know, a lot of times I feel like everything that I need to learn is in spiritual literature. Body shame. Body shame is not reserved for a weight or shape. As children, many of us were cruelly mocked by our families of how we looked. Fodder for jokes were our facial features, body parts, voice, hair, nails, ears, teeth, ethnicity, and more. Yeah, I think definitely ethnicity and religion um, beliefs for me. In order to survive, many of us acted as though this didn't bother us. Check. But we secretly, we hung our heads in shame. To find a way to fit in, we ate differently, wore bangs, covered our ears, washed our faces relentlessly, and wore clothing to cover up the parts they laughed at. But it usually didn't work. Shame and abandonment were the bookends for each day. Wow. 
we lost everything when they abandoned us because it taught us to abandon ourselves. You know, I was just talking about abandonment in the previous uh, reading. Our bodies were just another part of ourselves that didn't belong to us. During the recovery process, we began to see brief glimpses of our true selves at meetings as we hear ourselves in others' stories. We finally start to feel acceptance one hog at a time. Reading the ACA literature confirms that we aren't crazy. Our childhoods may have been stolen, but we survived somehow. It is with that survivor's strength that we doggedly work our program. Gradually, as we look at ourselves, we start to do the most important thing manageable. We accept our own appearance. On this day, I will look at my whole self in the mirror, smile, and say, I love every part of you. I am proud of how hard you are working to break the cycle of shame. The next reading also comes from the language, or sorry, the next reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is financial goals. Taking responsibility for financial affairs will improve our self-esteem and lessen anxiety. You know, I can really think that that is uh, true, actually. Each of us today has set a present set of financial circumstances, that whole start where you are concept. We have a certain amount of money in hand and money due to us. We have a pile of bills that we owe. We have taxes to pay. Those are our present financial circumstances. No matter what the details are, acceptance, gratitude, and self-responsibility will lessen the stress. Each of us today has a financial future. There are a few future aspects of our life we can control, but one part we can play to assist our future is setting goals. We don't have to obsess about our goals. We don't have to constantly watch and mark our progress toward them, but it is beneficial to think about our goals and write them down. What do we want to happen in our financial future? What financial problems would we like to solve? You know, what bills would we like to get rid of? What would we be like to be earning at the end of the year, the end of next year, five years from now? Wow, those are seem to be questions that normal people could answer and healthy behaviors, and yet it's kind of terrifying. I guess I'll have to do some writing to figure out why. Are we willing to work for our goals and trust our higher power to guide us, pay bills on time, contact creditors, make arrangements? Do your best today to take responsibility for your finances. Set goals for the future. Then let go of money and concentrate on loving. Let go of money and concentrate on loving. Taking responsibility for financial affairs does not mean making money our focus. Taking responsibility for our finances enables us to take our focus off money. Beautiful paradox of the 12 steps. I'm going to read it again. Taking responsibility for our finances enables us to take our focus off money. Taking responsibility for finances enables us to take our focus off money. And I think so. I think that part of it is when it's your responsibility, you're not relying on other people or their whims or, you know, having to behave a certain way. Uh, it frees us to do our work and live the life we want. We deserve to have self-esteem and peace that accompanies financial responsibility. Today, I will take the time necessary to be responsible for myself financially. If it is time to pay bills or talk to creditors, I will do that. If it is time to set goals, I will do that. Once I've done my part, I will let the rest go. And the final reading is also from the language of letting go, and the topic is letting go of fear. Picture yourself swimming, floating, peacefully down a gentle stream. All you need to do is breathe, relax, and go with the flow. Suddenly, you become conscious of your situation. Frightened, overwhelmed with what-ifs, your body tenses. Yeah, I think for me, it's like just fear of change. And I have to just realize that that's all it is. It's illusory, you know, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have fear of change. I'm gonna take the actions anyways. That's uh, kind of like what life is about. 
You begin to thrash around frantically looking for something to grab onto. You panic so hard you start to go under. Then you remember you're working too hard at this. You don't need to panic. All you need to do is breathe, relax, and go with the flow. You won't drown. Panic is our great enemy. God, please remove panic in my life. We don't need to become desperate. If overwhelming problems appear in our life, we need to stop struggling. We can tread water for a bit until our equilibrium returns. Then we can go back to floating peacefully down the gentle stream. It is our stream. It is a safe stream. Our course has been charted. All is well. Today, I will relax, breathe, and go with the flow. I love that. And that concludes the readings today for today's uh, episode of Recovering My Inner Child. Uh, until next time, this is Kowant Saluja reminding myself to love myself, to pause, because that's where God is, and to feel my feelings. <laughs>